Each Friday evening, families around the world begin the celebration of Shabbat. For many, the evening includes favorite foods, company for dinner, special songs, and blessings. This week, we've got a playlist featuring stories all about Shabbat. And if you like what you hear, be sure to visit our other shows. Just search PJ Library or PJ Library Presents wherever you listen to podcasts to find more Shabbat stories. Deep in the basement of Sofa Shalom, there's a dusty library that's really the home of a magical bookcase to another world, where Micah and Miri and their friends are home. Where there's wolves and hares living fairy tales Mr. Seyfair, the golem, and glass shoe sales So come join us for the magic and mystery Maybe even a bit of Jewish history Auntie PJ's here to give us a taste Of all the adventures beyond the bookcase Beyond the bookcase, beyond the bookcase Come on, come on! No! Micah, what is it? It's this mind bricks game. It's driving me crazy, Miri. I've been programming all week, but when one of my characters gets a big lead in the race, the game crashes every single time. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You're still programming that game? When do you rest? <sighs> I'll rest when I figure this out. Well, you'll have to rest a little now. Mom and Dad are bringing us to the synagogue. They're helping prep for Shabbat, and we get to go down to the library and see Auntie PJ. No, I need to try again. You've been at it all day. We got to have a whole Friday off of school for International Pancake Appreciation Day, and this is how you spent it? Come on, let's go. You love the library. Mm. I wonder what adventure Auntie PJ is going to tell us about today. Remember she started to tell us about how she learned to fly a plane in Guam? I'm not sure I believe that. <sighs> Even PJ's adventures can't wake you up? I don't need to be awake. I need to be home working on that Mind Bricks programming. Do I hear someone walking into my library grumpy? How can anyone be grumpy when surrounded by books? Hi, Auntie PJ. I'm not grumpy. I'm just... He just needs a break. Oh, don't we all? It's been such a busy week here. I cannot wait to bring in Shabbat and have a day of rest and peace eating at leisure, <sighs> sitting at leisure. Uh, like being on the shores of Papua New Guinea. Did I tell you I learned to fly an airplane there? I thought you said that was Guam. Did I? Hmm. No offense, PJ, but I'm not in the mood for stories today. Micah, what is wrong with you? Nothing, okay? Jeez. Oh, dear, dear, dear. A little irritable, I'd say. Am not. Micah! It's all right, my loves. I actually was hoping you'd stop by today. In fact, I have something for you, Micah, that might serve as a good distraction until it's time to get home to your brainstones. Mine bricks. Yes, yes. Now, I know it's here somewhere. It's just, let me, always a bit of a mess. And All right, let's just see. Ooh, a decorative Babylonian Hair clip. Ooh, but no. A plastic replica of Easter Island. No. Aha. Here they are. Bookmarks? Not just any old bookmark. I think you'll find these are the very key you are searching for. But we're not searching for... No need to thank me. Now please go scurry off while I put all these tchotchkes back. How does this place get so disorganized? Oh, my Boomerang. Since we're here, lead the way, I guess. Okay, here's your bookmark. She seemed really excited about them. Hey, want to go to the back corner? We keep meaning to check it out. Wait, are you asking us to go to that corner of the library the other grown-ups tell us to stay away from? The part with the really old, dusty bookcase? I'm wide awake now. Come on, Miri. <coughs> Ooh, it is dusty. Mm -hmm. Wow, these books are beautiful. <sighs> okay, Mr. Grump, suit yourself to just... <gasps> oh my goodness! Look, Micah, that book, it's... it's glowing. Wait, wow, it is glowing. It says, the tortoise and the hare. That old story about the animals who race? 
Wait, it actually says the tortoise and the hare a Shabbat story. Let me just grab it. Whoa! What is that wishing feeling? And what is that sound? Micah, it feels like we're being sucked into the book. Hold on to me! Oh, man, I don't have time for this. Ah! What is this place? Where'd the library go? PJ? Micah, look at that sign. Welcome to the land of Mashal. Yes, 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 the land of Mashal, where stories come to life. Who are you two? Ah, what? Well, I'm Micah, and this is my sister, Miri, and you're... Well, you're a very large worm. A bookworm, to be precise. The name's Mr. Seyfair, and I'm basically the mayor of this whole land. Basically mayor? Well, someone has to keep things in order here. Now, hurry and give the golem your ticket, if you have one, so you can be on your way. The golem? That can't be right. Welcome to the land of Mashal, ah! where stories come to life. Ticket, please. Um, I'm sorry, um, Mr. Golem, your hugeliness, sir, but we don't have any tickets. We just... Mm, there. Ticket. Where did you get... Never mind. Carry on. Oh, no, that isn't a ticket. It's just a bookmark. Micah, you don't think this is the ticket, do you? It is. One ticket admits up to five human children, three little pigs, or one unicorn. Now that you're officially here, I suppose I should welcome you to race day at the Mashalaseum. Mashalaseum? Big arena. Very old very mashal. Micah, how could we have missed it? Look, it's huge and full of animals with banners and signs and popcorn. What kind of race is it, Mr. Seyfair? An obstacle course foot race, of course. <laughs> Our hair is quite <sighs> favored to win it all. How long will it last? I have to find my way back to my project. Micah! I mean, um, may we go watch? Hmm, you may. But mind yourselves, don't change anything, for there's a place for everything and everything in its place. I like to keep things just so in Mashal. And frankly, I got no forewarning that you were coming. We're lucky the arena holds so many. Next time, please do announce yourselves. I love announcing. Well, um, your voice is very good for it, Golem. Today, I announce a lot. What do you mean, you're announcing a lot? Enough of this idle chitter-chatter. There are races to be won, popcorn to be swept. Announcing to announce. Okay, well, I think we'll just head over then. Bye-bye. Popcorn, get your popcorn here! Definitely not! Poisoned apples, guaranteed! Foam fingers, by nine, get the tenth free! Wow, this place is huge! Micah, look! <sighs> How are you possibly yawning? Look around. There are all types of characters here. See that girl in a little red riding hood? I don't think she... No, couldn't be. I see three pigs sitting together. Three little pigs. This place is incredible. I have no idea how we got here or how we get back, but I'm definitely going to soak it in. Want to go closer and see who's racing? <sighs> sure. Come on, sleepyhead. Wow, Micah, look at all these racers. <gasps> is that Snow White? Oh dear, this track is filthy. And that kind of looks like Chicken Little. <laughs> My socks are falling! My socks are falling! And look, Micah, there's the hair Mr. Seyfair told us about, talking to a tortoise in pink sweatband. Are tortoises even able to work up a sweat? As I was saying, Hare, I'd love to have you over for Shabbat later. I baked a fresh challah just this morning. Say yes this time. <laughs> I don't know why you keep asking. I've told you before, Tortoise, I don't need a whole day of rest. I'm a busy bunny. I've got to keep up my training regimen so I can beat you all, not just in this race, but the next one, too. I train around the clock and don't have time for rest. Or for friends. Well, suit yourself. I love the weekly ritual of unplugging, personally. 
Come on, Micah, let's go find our seats. Looks like the race is about to start, and wow, the golem was right. He is announcing. Hello, it's me, the golem, ready to announce today's race. Good luck, golem. Thank you. Let's go. Okay, let's have a clean race. Have fun, do good. On your marks, get set, bang. And they're off. Many obstacles today. Jumping over candlesticks. Riding magic carpets. But first up, walking on Humpty Dumpty's wall. Humpty, very nervous. Oh boy, oh jeez. Careful, careful. Don't knock me off. Sitting on the edge is rather precarious. Hair in the lead. The little chicken is doing good. It's Chicken Little. Snow White over the wall. Toad is very big and, um, Turtle E. Come on, don't knock it to me. Don't worry, I'll take it slow and steady. Oops. I'm okay. Oh, apologies, Dumpty. Happens all the time. Don't mind me. Go Tortoise! Go Tortoise! Come on, Micah, get into it! All right, this is pretty cool. Go Hare! Go Hare! Hare way, way in front. Snow White joined by all tiny creatures of forests. Very cute. The little chicken is crying. Tortoise, very slow. And steady. Slow and steady. Uh-oh. Chicky Chicky disqualified, crying too much. My socks were falling. Sorry, little chicken. Now, Snow White and Tortoise get to the candlesticks. Hair very, very far ahead. Okay, Jack is the name, nimble and quick is the game. You gotta jump over these candlesticks, see? And don't let the flame go out or you're out of the race, see? Come, Come on, on, you got, got this. this. Okay, just hop on over. Yeah, that away. Almost. Almost! Snowy flame no more. Well, better luck next time, kid. But, but, who can possibly jump over a candle without blowing it out? Tortoise did. It's all in the steadiness. Snowy, out of race. Oh, no matter. I'll go sit with my seven friends. Okay, now just Tortoise. Slow, steady, and hair is way, way, way in front. At Magic Carpet's now. Phew-wee! That training this week has me exhausted. And this rug... Oh, it looks so comfy. Oh, I'm so far ahead. Let me just power nap under here for a minute. That tortoise is steady, all right. Steadily slow. Tortoise, keep at it. Past pie. <sighs> past candle. Wow. He is so slow. But almost to the carpets. One foot, other foot. Two other feet. Oh, boy. He made it to the magic carpets. Why is the hare sleeping? That makes no sense. Tortoise on carpet. Magicking very slow, but nice and steady. Slowest, steadiest race, but very good. Almost to the finish. I can't stand this. Why would the hare nap when he was so close? He could have gotten well-rested for the race and been ready for today. I gotta go say something. Micah, come back. Jeez, he looks just as exhausted as that hare. Hare, hare. Wake up! The tortoise is almost to the finish line! He... you... Oh my goodness, why did I stay up so late last night programming? Who fell on me? Where am I? Hare, you're napping. The tortoise... Oh no, help me up on this carpet! Hare's back to race! My new friend Micah is helping! Hi, Micah. Not now, Golem! There's tangled in the carpet. Oh, oh, oh no! On. Help on. me! You got this! Here we go! I'm up now! Ride it like a surfboard, Hare! Fast as you can! 
Willis is almost here, but he's still going so slow. Here's on the carpet, going so fast. Portis is almost to the finish. Air almost to finish. And, and, Portis wins! Portis wins! No! How could this have happened? I never lose. Air never loses. Okay, think here, think. This just means training harder, faster. Go out this afternoon, no breaks. Hello, Hare. Oh, Tortoise, come to brag about your win? Not at all. I heard you talking to yourself about training harder. Now, I have to say, I'm just not sure. You're clearly exhausted. I'm not. You took a nap in the middle of the race. I really, truly think that what you need is a special day to rest, to reconnect with friends and with yourself. Doesn't that sound nice? Well, I don't know. It's not my style, really, but... Oh, I can't deny it sounds pretty lovely right about now. Well, listen, I'm going to say to you what I said to the other competitors. Please, come join me for Shabbat. Oh, who do we have here? Hello, Mr. Tortoise. We were in the stands watching you race. Great job. We're just here for the day, we think. Wonderful. Then I think some fresh challah is in order for everyone. Mmm, challah. Will you join us, <sighs> Well, yes. If it wasn't for you waking me up, I would still be napping. I'd love to come. Come on, everybody. Chicken Little, Snow White. Coming. <laughs> okay. Race over. Shabbat shalom. Bye, Golem. Bye-bye. Again. Overall, I thought we both did well. Yeah, exactly. And here we are. It's almost sundown, so please come inside. Everyone. The best part of Shabbat is relaxing, telling some stories, and of course, eating at a nice, leisurely pace. That sounds wonderful. I must say, I don't think I've felt this much calm and peace and joy in a long time. Yeah, Mr. Hare, this was really nice. My brain was just so... full. And tired. I think after all of today's rest, I'm ready to get back to the course for some training. Well, as long as I could come back next week. My dear Hare, of course. We celebrate Shabbat every week. Something you can always count on. I don't know where I'd be without a full day of rest. And fun. This is so nice. Oh, my goodness. I just realized I figured out how to solve my mind bricks problem. I guess some time away for some rest and some fun was a good move, huh? It really was. I'm sorry I was so grouchy earlier. It's okay. But I hope when we get back, you say the same thing to Auntie PJ. You're right. And wait, looks like I won't have to wait that long. Mary, the portal... It's opening back up. Goodbye, everyone. See you We're back. We need to find PJ. Oh, hello. There you are. Auntie PJ, we're back. Did you miss us? Miss you? We were gone. We went to a place called Mashal, and there was a race, and we met these characters, and a tortoise and a hare. Hmm, okay. And a golem! I see. And the tortoise invited us back to his house, and we lit the candles and had grape juice and... Rested for their Shabbat. Aha, that must be why Micah looks so refreshed. Do you need to rush home and finish your programming now? No, no, it can wait. Sorry I was such a grump earlier. That was rude. I think I finally understand taking a break and letting my mind catch up a bit. I see. Well, your parents are probably ready to head home for Shabbat. I can't wait to see you next week, refreshed and ready for whatever adventures come your way. Thanks, Auntie PJ. And maybe next time you can tell us all about flying a plane in Guam. Was it Guam? Bye, PJ! Hey, check out my bookmark. It still has a little triangle stamp. What do you think it means? Honestly? I'm not sure. For now, I'm letting my mind relax. <laughs> Finally. Just beyond the bookcase.
You know, I think all the work we've been doing here in Helm is really making a big difference. I agree, Micah. Almost all of the office buildings are gone. Most of the color has been restored, and things are getting downright silly again. The colors are kind of a lot, but I understand the appeal. Kind of a Kandinsky meets Dali aesthetic. Blue. I'm gonna need you to simplify that for me. It's, um, very artistic here. That's one way to say it. It kind of hurts my eyes. Well, of course, Evie. That's why they call it an eyesore. Things are starting to look up, up, up here at last. We've got people digging holes and refilling them. The moonlit borscht is flowing once again. No one said buzzwords or bandwidth or let's touch base in hours. And best of all, my lime green fedora is back where it belongs, on my beautiful head. It is a very flattering hat. Why, thank you, Golem. Duffy, have you passed off your mayoral duties yet? Eh, Helm doesn't really need a mayor, but I pass the top hat over to the rabbi. She looks lovely in it, and I can go back to doing what I do best, interning. Interning? Where, exactly? Oh, Jacob, dear boy, everywhere, and also nowhere. Sometimes at the bakery on Chocolate Donut Day, but usually I just hang around the town square tipping my hat to people as they pass. And that's a job? Well, it's certainly not not a job. You try tipping your lime green fedora 50 times a day and tell me your wrist doesn't get slightly sore at the end of the week. But you don't even have a... Jacob! Not cool! You just pulled the buckle clean off Frank Feldman's belt. Now his pants are around his ankles. But I guess he's got a second pair of pants underneath. (laughs) Oops. I'm still working on controlling my magnetic powers. Sorry, Frank! It's okay, Jacob. I always wear pants under my pants for this exact reason. It's true. That's why they call him Two Pants Frank. Huh. Well, it looks like our powers are still going strong, so that's good. I can see the solutions to problems. For instance... (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Got it. Here's your buckle, Frank. Did you really need a superpower for that one, Evie? Miri? Aw, man, again? I can still turn invisible. I don't think it's very fair that my big sister can go invisible, and my magic power is that my pockets are always full of matzah. I mean, I guess it's not the worst thing ever. Anyone want some? I've got plenty. Meanwhile, I'm still, well, powerless. Don't worry, Blue. Your Mashal magic will come out sooner or later. Yeah, later, I I guess. And I'm back! Just in time. It's nearly Shabbat, and we've got a town feast to attend. You children and your golem friend are coming, right? You've practically saved the entire town. The least we can do is get you a bowl of borscht and some rainbow cinnamon chocolate chef challa. Sounds good to me. Really good. Mmm, I could eat. Just follow me. We have our weekly Helm Shabbats in the town square. You're going to love Shabbat dinner in Helm. Everyone brings a dish to share, and nothing goes well with anything else, but that's exactly how we like it. Get ready for peanut butter sandwiches and tuna tartare and hot sauce with twice-baked ice cream. How do you twice-bake ice cream? Oh, Mary dear, you can twice-bake just about anything if you try hard enough. Wow, is this everyone in town? It should be. I see the Fellmans, Ms. Meyer, Yonkel, the Shana Putnam twins, the Lambs, the Russos, the Riveras, the Bernsteins, Mr. and Mrs. Harami, Max and Lorelai Grobin, Rabbi Davi, the fabulous Ford quintuplets, and, and, well, where is Sasha? His seat is wholly unoccupied. Where does he usually sit? There, between Yori the Butcher and Billy Bellman next to the creamed carrots and across from the powdered eggs. Has anyone seen Sasha? Frank? He headed out of town a while ago. Should have been back by now, though. It's nearly sunset. Where did he go? Oh, everyone wanders out of town once in a while. But they always circle back and head home within an hour or so, and we all have a good laugh and pat each other on the back. The fact that Sasha's not back yet is puzzling to say the least, concerning to say the most. What are we going to do? 
quick, someone, go hoist the sun up and see if we can delay sunset until Sasha returns. I'm on it. I think I remember this story. My mom told it to me once. It's a silly one. Aren't they all silly ones? Well, yes, but this one is especially silly. An old man leaves Helm in search of heaven, but he gets mixed up walking through the forest, loses his glasses, and ends up walking right back to Helm again. When he gets there, he thinks he's made it to heaven, and that heaven just happens to look exactly like Helm. But it makes him miss Helm. So he leaves, gets turned around in the forest, and ends up right back in his hometown again, where he tells everyone that heaven is just like Helm. Very silly indeed. But the old man always comes back. Maybe Sasha went in search of heaven and got lost. Evie, can you see a solution to this? Hmm. If I close my eyes, I can see Sasha wandering through the forest outside Helm. If we get closer, I should be able to figure out a more exact location. But I do know that we need to find Sasha and fix the story to fully restore Helm. Well, let's get to it. There's no time to waste. The sun will be down soon. Not if Frank has anything to say about it. Let's go. Wait, I could really use some help setting this giant table with every single Helmite present, getting everyone all the correct forks and nutcrackers and cherry pitters is quite a to-do. I can stick around to help. Maybe I can use my magnetic powers to set the table faster. Whoa. 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 Uh, oops. Well, I believe you now have all the town's forks and nutcrackers and cherry pitters stuck to you, Jacob. Micah, will you stay and help me, um, demagnetize Jacob? My long arms are especially good for setting tables. I can stay, too. Evie, why don't you and Blue go look for Sasha? Okay, sounds good. Save us some twice-baked ice cream! Ooh, and some powdered eggs, please! What, really? Oh, well, sure. What's not to like about powdered eggs? I can think of a few things. Come on, let's get started. I feel like we've been walking forever. Uh, was that a... The goat. And it's wearing Auntie PJ's necklace this time. Oh my gosh, you're right. The shell one she got from the beaches of Algeria. Oh, quick, after it. Oh, but it dropped another piece of paper. Look! Auntie PJ's handwriting again. Your superpower is right inside. I wonder what that means. It's written in blue ink. Blue, I think this note is for you. My superpower is inside? Where? I don't know, but I'm sure we'll find it soon. Come on, we've got to keep going if we're ever going to find Sasha. Can you use your powers to help? I feel like we've walked through half the forest already. We must be getting closer. I'll close my eyes and see. Okay, I see an older man wandering around again. This time he's sitting down on a stump near a tree with little white flowers. He can't be too far. Little white flowers? Are there a bunch of them? Uh, do you see any little green balls on the tree too? Uh... Yes, lots and lots of white flowers with yellow middles, and there are a few tiny little green balls. I bet you're seeing orange blossoms. He must be near a citrus sinensis, an orange tree. The green baby balls are baby oranges. Those trees usually smell really good. And I thought I smelled something sweet and perfumey that way. Uh, let's go. <laughs> oh, the smell's getting stronger. Do you hear that? And, oh, wait, I see something moving. Something, or someone. Someone, look over there. Sasha, Sasha, is that you? Huh, what? Who are you? Are you angels? Did I finally make it to heaven? No, you're in the woods outside Helm. I'm Evie, and this is my friend Blue. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, kids, but you shouldn't be out here all alone in the forest. We came here looking for you, Sasha. Duffy and the other Helmites are worried about you, and they want to make sure you get back in time for Shabbat dinner. Ooh, Shabbat dinner. Are they having powdered eggs? Yes! They're surprisingly tasty. Strange texture, but tasty. 
Well, sorry to disappoint you, but I'm not going to hell. I'm in search of heaven. Seems like a great place, right? Angels and all that. But I keep getting turned around and winding up here each time. Right next to this wooden sign. It says, back to Helm. Yep, and the arrow points this way into town. I'm trying to leave Helm, not go back. I don't think you're going to find heaven by wandering around the forest. It'll be dark soon. Is Frank hoisting the sun up again? Well, yes, but... Then I still have some time. Now, if you kids could excuse me. la da 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 what do we do? Think about the story Mary told us. Sasha, wait! I have to ask you a question. Blue! You're... Uh, you're glowing! <laughs> I am. Yes? What was the question? Okay, my question is, what's your idea of heaven? Hmm. Well, glowing child... To me, heaven is a place where everyone knows your name and they always save you a seat at dinner. You know, your friends saved you a seat at tonight's Shabbat feast. They always do. And what else is heaven to you? Who's there? Well, my friends and family and neighbors, of course, when it's their time. The Fellmans, Ms. Meyer, Yankel, the Shana Ponum twins, the Lambs, the Russos, the Riveras, the Bernsteins, Mr. and Mrs. Harami, Max and Lorelai Groban, Rabbi Davi, the famous Ford quintuplets. Heaven's a very busy place. That sounds an awful lot like Shabbat dinner in Helm. And all my favorite things are in heaven, too. That pond in Helm with the bright orange fish. And the little tea shop in Helm where I get cinnamon tea. The park in Helm where I play chess with friends Sunday afternoons. The school bell that rings 3 p.m. sharp each day at Helm Elementary. Ooh, and the shady area in my backyard in Helm. So, your idea of heaven is... Helm. Helm is my own little slice of heaven. Exactly. So if you're looking for heaven, we should just head back to Helm. Sometimes you just need to change your perspective a little to realize how much you have and how wonderful life is. Cinderella and Rapunzel taught us about being grateful every day. If you spend all your time wishing for things you don't have, you can't focus on all the great stuff you do have. Like family, friends, and an amazing place to live. There's so much to be thankful for. You're awfully smart for someone so young, Blue. How'd you get to be so insightful? I guess it's just part of who I am. <gasps> Blue! I think I know what your superpower is. You always ask exactly the right questions. And Auntie PJ was right. It was inside you all along. Hey, I think you're right. Oh, I stopped glowing. But being phosphorescent, even for a short time, was very cool. We should follow that sign back to Helm. If we don't get moving now, we'll soon need Blue to light the way back. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, you did it. You found Sasha. Sasha, you're just in time. We saved you a seat. Thanks, Daffy. Helm really is the best, isn't it? It sure is. Um, are you glowing blue? Yep, cool, right? It means I have an important question to ask. Daffy, now that Sasha's back, how do you feel? <sighs> I feel... Complete, Blue. Like our last missing piece has finally been put back in place. Whoa! What was that? You did it! You fixed the last story, and Helm is finally back to its former glory! No more office towers or meetings that should have been emails. No more drab gray. Everything's delightfully abnormal and vibrant and silly again. I'll never be able to thank you enough. Where are you buddies and your tall clay friend off to next? We've got to get back to the center of Mashal, and then hopefully we can find Auntie PJ and go home. Our parents are probably wondering where we've gone. Don't worry too much. Time doesn't pass the same way here as it does in your world. You've only been gone a few seconds in non-magical time. That's true, but I'm starting to miss my mom. 
And my dad's. Ah, I see. I didn't think about that. Well, then perhaps this is goodbye, kids. Be sure to give my dear brother a high five from me. <laughs> I can't imagine high fiving Mr. Safair. <laughs> He'd probably be horrified. I guess we should be on our way. Right after that twice baked ice cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Michelle can wait a minute while we enjoy Shabbat dinner. Besides, we've got to tell you all about our adventure. We saw that goat again. I think I need more information about why Blue was glowing. Pass the cream carrots and let's hear all about it. Here you go, Miri. And hey, these powdered eggs are much better than I thought they'd be. Yamaha case. Auntie PJ, you were awesome. You ate and left no crumbs. Oh, well, I don't quite know what that means, but Evie, thank you. It was amazing. Best Purim spiel ever. I had no idea Vashti was a singing role. Oh, Blue, it normally isn't. And it definitely wasn't today. But sometimes I just can't help myself. I need to improvise. Well done, as usual, Petronilla Juniper. Now, on to the Hamantaschen. Oh, I'm still pretty full from all the ones we ate at the Purim Carnival in Paris. I'm never too full for Hamantaschen. And these are Sofer Shalom's finest. Or at least the ones that were left after the Purim spiel. Mmm, poppy seed. These are terrific. PJ, remember that time we went searching for treasure and we had to make our way through that gorgeous field of bright red poppies in the French countryside? <laughs> we didn't want to trample a single one. They were just too beautiful. Oh, Auntie PJ, Elijah, please, tell us about your treasure hunt. Oh, yes, please. I've been dying to hear about it. Were you looking for a priceless artifact? A hidden jewel? A big screen TV? Hmm. Well... I suppose now's as good a time as any. Finally! Once upon a time. Eggs, get your eggs here! Who wants challah? You want challah. Carrots! We got carrots! They're not glamorous, but neither am I! At a farmer's market in Michal, Elijah and I were on the hunt for La Europa a famous painting by Federico Guatemala that had just been stolen from Paris's most tightly guarded art museum. We'd gotten word that the thief had hidden it behind another painting and planned to pass it out of Michal to a secret buyer via a booth at the farmer's market. Oh, but we also needed the ingredients for my award-winning post-Shabbat brisket sandwich. It's a very good sandwich. So, since we're at the farmer's market anyway... We headed over to our good friend the butcher to purchase some brisket. You might have heard of him. He once got stuck in a tub with the baker and the candlestick maker. <laughs> Classic butcher. Oh, it was less whimsical than it sounds. They were stuck in the tub at sea for days. They were running out of food and water and very, very sick of one another when the Coast Guard finally came to their rescue. What were they doing in that tub together anyway? Now that's a story for another time. Of course it is. Anyway, back to this one. PJ! Elijah! Is that you? In the flesh. So good to see you again. It's been a while. Wonderful to see you too, Butcher Brian. What have you got for us today? Well, it's my shawl. So everything I sell is a little extra magical and delicious. But from the looks of it... You're in the market for sandwich fixins. I'm willing to bet you're here for the brisket. You guessed it. Unfortunately, my brisket's been pretty fatty lately. I'm not sure why exactly. Are you still feeding your cows sticks of butter? Sure, but that's because they like it. But nobody likes fatty brisket. Okay, well, some people like fatty brisket. But this is just ridiculous. It's like half fat. Look... I hardly have anything to sell to you today. That's okay. We only need enough for two sandwiches anyway. Okay, then. I'll just trim this up. And pop it in a paper bag for you. That doesn't seem like the best packaging choice. Maybe not, but it works. For a while, anyway. You might want to hold it by the bottom. 
<laughs> Thanks, Brian. We'll see you next time. Elijah, let's head over to the baker's booth. I'm craving carbs. Me too. I wonder what Baker Benedict has up his sleeve today. PJ, Elijah, long time no see. Are you making your world-famous brisket sandwich again? You know it. But a sandwich is just a pile of fillings without the perfect bread to put it on. And it looks like you've got kind of a lot of bread this afternoon. You can say that again. I'm up to my ears in bread. Literally. If I stacked it all up, it would come up above my ears. And I'm a pretty tall guy. So what's the story on this bread boom? It's been rainy here in my shawl. Not like rainbow sprinkles rain, but actual wet rain. My wheat crops are already magical, of course. So watering them extra has made them grow like Jack's beanstalk. But there isn't a giant living at the top of my wheat. There's just more wheat. I've been baking cakes and breads and pastries as fast as I can, but I have more grain than any other ingredient. I'm especially low on butter and oil, which, as you know, are essential to the perfect decadent loaf. Sounds crummy. Get it? Elijah, this is neither the time nor the place for baker-inspired puns. Actually, I guess it is both the time and the place, but... That one wasn't funny. <laughs> it was a little funny. Fine, maybe a little. But all this grain is no laughing matter. I keep cutting it down. It keeps growing. And if I don't find a way to use it, it'll end up rotting. I've got the extra grain all over my house. I have no way of organizing it. So it's just everywhere. Do you know how uncomfortable it is to sleep on a bed of sorghum? How uncomfortable is it? Huh? Very uncomfortable, Elijah. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to tell a joke there. Anyway, it's buy one, get one free today, PJ. I think I'll take a loaf of rye then. Well, two loaves. I'll freeze one. It freezes beautifully. Enjoy. And remember, bread makes a great gift. Buy it for your friends, your family, your mailman. Everybody likes carbs. Thanks, Benedict. We'll see you soon. Mm, let's see. I've already got a peck of pickled peppers, enough magic beans for the relish, some candied ginger from Hansel and Gretel for my famous sweet mustard sauce. I think we're just about set. I can taste that sandwich already. Oh, look. It's Kara the candlestick maker. I could use a new candle for next week's Havdalah ceremony. She really does lovely work with a braid. PJ, Elijah, fancy seeing you here in the land of Mashal. We're just dropping in for some extra magical ingredients for PJ's famous brisket sandwich. I mean, we're also looking for a priceless piece of stolen artwork. Right, but mostly the brisket thing. I was just thinking I could use a new candle for Havdalah. Well, you've come to the right place, is what I'd say if I had literally any candles to sell you. I am so, so sorry. But you're the candlestick maker. How can you be out of candles? Cinderella and Prince Charming just had an intimate candle at Shabbat dinner. But when they say intimate, they mean in the giant palace ballroom. And it takes a lot of candles to light that place up. Like a lot. So now I'm just fresh out of wax. No wax, no candles. But you came to the farmer's market anyway. Do you... do you want to buy any string? I've got a lot of extra wicks. I'll give you a good price. No, thanks. I'm sorry. I don't think I need any wicks. I was really looking forward to seeing if you had any new candle designs. Last time, we talked about dyeing your wax for a colorful twist. Right, I remember. Unfortunately, I don't have any dye right now. Or any wax. Oh, well, maybe next time. I sure hope so. Have fun making your famous sandwiches. Or finding the stolen artwork, whichever. Thanks, Kara. Well, now that we have everything we need for your sandwiches, I suppose we should focus on the task at hand. Right. Helping the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker work together to solve their problems. I was going to say finding the missing artwork, but okay. Did you have an idea? 
I think I do. We just need to get the three of them together. They're not exactly the best of friends. Maybe not, but if they can combine their resources, they'll all come out ahead. Can you tell the butcher and the baker to meet at Kara's candlestick booth? I can ask them, but I'm not sure they'll be willing to cooperate. Just tell them PJ promises it's worth their time. If you say so. PJ, Elijah said you wanted to see us? Oh, hello, Kara. Hello, Brian. Benedict. I wish I could say it was nice to see you both, but I think that ship, or bathtub, has sailed. It's not my fault you ate all the rations in the first 15 minutes. I told you I was very hungry. You know I do intermittent fasting. Kara, you're the one who nearly drank all of our water. I thought we had more. Plus, you know the saying, water, water everywhere. Yeah, the second part of that is, and not a drop to drink. Okay, well, I didn't know that. And you're the one who wouldn't stop singing folk tunes. I needed the water to help with the terrible headache I was getting. Sue me. When I get stressed, I sing folk tunes. Well, your folk songs stress me out because your voice is just not very good. You're stressing me out now. Oh, oh. Everybody, everybody, please. If we can all put our differences and tub-based animosity aside, I think we can work together. <sighs> okay, I'm listening. Yeah. Me too. Fine, me too. Great. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Butcher Brian has a ton of extra fat. If he gives it to Baker Benedict, it can be used in place of butter or oil in some of his bread recipes so he'll be able to use up more of his excess grain, and the fat won't go to waste. Plus, you can give some of that fat to Kara. She can use it instead of wax to make candles, in a pinch. Sounds interesting, and potentially smelly. Maybe a bit, but if you're really out of wax, it'll work. Now, Baker Benedict, you have loads of extra grain, more than you know what to do with. Give some of it to Butcher Brian to feed to his cows. A leaner diet will make them less fatty. I'll even trade you for some of the butter I've been feeding my cows. So that's where all the town's butter went. Oh, and maybe Brian can try using some of the extra grain to make a vegan brisket. If anyone can make that happen, you can. You're a wizard with marinades and spice blends. That's true. And there are plenty of vegans here in Mashal who'd love to try a spin on PJ's brisket sandwich. Voila! A whole new customer base. Oh, and you can give some of your sorghum husks to Kara. She can use them to create an environmentally friendly dye for her candles. Very clever, PJ. I wouldn't have thought of that. What about my extra string? Anything we can do with that? Absolutely. Brian needs a better way to package his meat. If he could wrap it in paper and tie it off with string, it would be a lot easier to carry than just putting it into a paper bag. Good idea. And Baker Benedict can use some string to bundle up and organize his grain. It's all over the place right now. That would be helpful. It's all about Baltashit, a Jewish value that means do not destroy. We should aim to be as environmentally friendly as we can and not waste resources. It's important to take care of Earth or whichever planet you happen to live on. Which planet's Mishal on again? It's not a planet, so much as a mystical fairy tale world unreachable by any traditional method of travel. But I get your point. So we can't destroy anything? Not in a wasteful way. If you chop down a tree, but it's because you're planning to use the wood. That's not considered wasteful. But throwing away half a brisket sandwich because you're full? That would be wasteful. And excess trash is bad for the environment. Wrap it up and save it for another time. <laughs> Who would only eat half of your famous brisket sandwich, PJ? Oh, that's true. There's rarely a crumb left. Which reminds me, we should get going. It's nearly lunchtime. Thanks for helping us. If we work together, we can solve one another's problems, reduce the amount of trash we create, and help make sure nothing goes to waste. 
I can't wait to dye a bunch of Shabbat candles. And work on that vegan brisket. I'll call it, hmm, brisket. I love it. I can look past the tub incident if it means helping the environment. Same. Me too. Let's just promise we'll never get in a floating bathtub together again. Well, um... I can't promise, but I'll definitely try. Hey, PJ, isn't that the painting you were looking for? On display over there, near the organic vegetable stand? <gasps> La Europa! We found it! I can't believe it! We've been searching night and day across several worlds for months, and there it is! Just hanging next to the cherry tomatoes. But if we don't get these ingredients home soon, they could go bad. Yeah, you're going to want to keep that brisket refrigerated. We definitely don't want to be wasteful. And besides, I'm very hungry. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, why don't we make the sandwiches, have a nice lunch, and come back later to grab the painting? I'm sure it'll still be there. Great plan, PJ. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye! Bye! The end. Um, so did you get the artwork? You know, I don't even remember. But the sandwiches were off the charts. That I definitely remember. The ginger mustard was perfection. Speaking of delicious, these poppy seed hamantaschen were wonderful, but... I'm afraid I've finally reached the point of too full for hamantaschen. What a day. Why don't we take them back upstairs to the synagogue? There's a Mahjong group meeting in a few minutes, and I'm sure they'd appreciate a few extra hamantaschen. Great idea, Blue. That way, nothing goes to waste. Ball tashi in action. Wonderful, kids. I'll help you pack up your Mishloch Manot basket. Wait, Auntie PJ... That was a fun story, but weren't you going to tell us about the time you and Elijah went searching for treasure? Oh, right, I was. <laughs> but it's nearly 5 p.m. The Mahjong players will be getting restless soon. And you don't want to make that crowd hangry. It's not pretty. Well, sounds like it's a story for another time. <sighs> oh, bish posh kids. Now, who wants to learn to play Mahjong? <laughs>